welcome, welcome, welcome back. Welcome back, welcome back. So, today, episode six. Episode six. Yeah, man. Come a long way. I'm joking. <laughs> Still in the beginning. In the beginning. So, before we begin the episode and our topic, I just wanted to ask you, how have you found prophetic school? Because... It's been four weeks and yeah, we've basically finished. Oh, wow. Yeah, we've come to an end. And mm. I would just say thank you to everyone that even made this course or this school happen. Whoever brought the idea and whoever actually allowed it to happen, ever that played a part, mm. played a large role. Um, big up Ankur. He was also my mentor. And mm. um, Ops as well. And CJ, who was also my leader. Big up to all of you guys and obviously everyone else that helped out. But I thought it was absolutely amazing. Mm. Um, I grew so much. Uh, when I say exponential growth, I mean oh. exponential growth. Um, when it comes to prophecy, <laughs> I learned so much. And so many things that I didn't know beforehand were told to me and spoken to me during that time. But yeah, I would just say it was brilliant. How about you? Wow. Okay. I love that. Um, yeah. So for me, do you know what's so crazy? I was put in an all women's group. Wow. <laughs> I was love like, to see it. Um, okay. <laughs> so is this intentional? Like, <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. I loved it. It was so amazing. Big up Christine and Dr. Like every group session was amazing. I loved it. I learned so much. And the way we've been flowing in the prophetic these past four weeks was just amazing. We're all done now. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, I just want to thank God for even, um, yeah, just allowing it to happen and everyone that was involved, all the planning. Yeah, you guys really mashed work. So big ups to you. For real. Well done. (laughs) Round of applause. Today's episode is going to be basically about prayer. Mm -hmm. So let me start off with a very simple question. What does prayer mean to you? Interesting, interesting, interesting. Once again, a really good question. Like I said, <laughs> this question, I could answer this in like five hours, um, but I'll keep it short and simple. Mm. I would say praying for me is my communication to the Lord, um, me communicating what I need or what I desire, um, my thoughts, my emotions, inviting the Lord into my life. I believe that's the way I invite him verbally i'd say however many people may say prayer can come in different forms Mm. and it can and but right now i'll speak about verbally and i'd Mm. say that's me communicating what i desire to the lord or what i need or how i feel just speaking to him just communicating to him and um i'd say prayer is also a form of worship as well in many ways but yeah i think that's what I'd say to just answer that really quickly. Yeah, not dwelling too deep. <laughs> Let's not dive in today. <laughs> but we'll dive in later. So, um, yeah, what would you think of prayer? Like, what is your definition of prayer? Mm, I think when I hear the word prayer, yeah, it's definitely communication. And as I have continued my journey with Christ, I actually had to see what prayer meant for myself, not just like the religious definition. So for me, it was more like how I speak to my best friends, how I speak to you is how I would speak to the Lord. And obviously I would up it up like in the (laughs) fact that, yeah, I would tell him like, okay, Lord, please, I need this. Or Lord, I'm in desperate need of this. Or I would Mm -hmm. like this, but you know, do your thing. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Exactly. So obviously you wouldn't say that to your best friends, but in some ways you would like, I need comfort. And, you know, your friend would see you crying. So with the Lord, it's kind of the same where God would just see you crying, like bawling your eyes out. Um, mm. And then you would feel his presence there. So for me, I've had to remind myself over the, the months and years that I've been in faith is like, okay, just speak to him how you would speak to your friends. Mm. 
I'm not going to sugarcoat anything right now because, God, you already know everything. Mm. You already know the past, the present, the future. Do you know mm. what I mean? So you know I'm feeling like this and my heart is saying this. So mm. I'm just going to speak it how it That's is. And then after, you know, we can <laughs> de-escalate the situation. We can mm. reflect mm. and then go from there. I really love your definition and... Just to add to that, that's what I was saying. Yeah, I really love that response. I really love that, especially how you mentioned how he already knows. Mm. So it's almost like, you may as well pour your heart out. And I love the fact that he's a comforter above Mm. all else. I think in my past life, that's definitely something I forgot. Mm. And something that some religions or some doctrines will kind of not emphasize when in actual fact he's everything. And Mm. that includes a comforter. Yeah, let's go on to the next question. I just want to ask you, what is the significance of prayer to you? Good question. I mean, I think prayer, first and foremost, is like, I'm going to go back to my example of talking with your friends. Mm. If you don't talk to your friend for one day, okay, maybe, you know, they'll, they won't, they'll be okay with it. If you don't talk to them for a week, it's a bit, oh, okay. They, they must be busy, you know? Mm. They think you're busy. Okay, cool. If you don't chat to them for a month or years, I'm not going to lie. If they now cut you off, <laughs> you'll be like, oh, fair enough. Do you know what I mean? Because mm. you, you didn't speak to them for so long. Mm. I mean, God isn't like that because God is always there. He's waiting. One kind of picture that I will always refer to and I will always love and was given to us by Helen. She said, the time of prayer is like asking God out like for a coffee at 9am on a Saturday, right? Mm. And then God is like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm preparing myself. You know, he put on a suit or whatever, you know, he's ready, he's there. 9am comes, he's waiting for you, but you're you're still sleeping. Mm. You're snoozing off in the, in the distance. <laughs> and then you wake up, let's say 11am. Oh, do you know what? I'll just, I'll just, I'll just see him tomorrow. I'll just, I'll just pray tomorrow. And then the same thing happens mm. and the same thing. And it's like a continuous cycle. Mm. And it's like, think of how that must hurt our father so much mm. because it's like, you're, you're setting him up. You're mm. setting, mm. <laughs> you're, you're just, it's so sad, really. And I remember the first time she said that I was so hurt mm. and I was like convicted so much of it because it's like, I really need to be, be serious. And I think someone else said this as well. We are not the promise makers. God is. Wow. So let's not. Wow stick to our promises do you know i mean let's not create promises that we can't stick to because we're human do you know i mean more most of the time we aren't going to stick to it especially if we're being so unrealistic or harsh on ourselves when it comes from a wrong place and in our hearts as well so i would definitely say the significance of prayer is um just having contact like having a relationship with God, mm. um, even understanding more, even not just about yourself, but about God and Jesus himself as well. I think intimacy comes through that as well. Absolutely. The more time you talk, the more intimate you become, the more revelations you gain, the more you grow as a person, the more you just learn so, so much about just your surroundings even. It doesn't mm. even have to be about yourself. Okay. Um, and you have a heart more like his. So you tend to love more. You tend to lie less. You tend to give out more to people. You become more charitable. Mm-hmm. So I think so many different things come from prayer, but that's the first thing that popped into my head. Mm-hmm. But what about you? I love that. I love everything you said. Wow. <laughs> Guys, is she preaching or is she preaching? You know, if this was a live, I'd say comment down below. You know, if she's preaching, putting capital letters, preach. When have we even done a live before? Yeah, barren. <laughs> So anyways, guys, yeah, you asked me what the significance of prayer is. 
I love everything you said, and I've I'd say times two for that as well. Mm-hmm. So everything you said times two times from two. me as well. But just to add on to even add on my own perspective, I just think without prayer, what you did, <laughs> I get what you're doing, and it's not good. I know for me, even the days I don't pray, even the the years that I had not being prayerful, not living a prayerful life, <laughs> that Bible verse that just says. The enemy will sift you like wheat. <laughs> I'm not going to say, oh, yeah, I was doing this, doing that. I'm not going to come and bring you examples. All I need you to know, yeah, is when you don't pray, I truly believe the enemy has you in his hands, in his palms. and headlock. he can Literally in a headlock. And he can use you in whatever way. Whether, I'm not even talking about just a sinful life, but even your heart, mm. your mind, everything has been stolen. Everything is been given to the enemy so I will have thoughts that are not of mine and the joy won't be there um I'll be bitter I'll be jealous towards people people I love like mm. different things and I'm not saying that doesn't happen now <laughs> we're all human <laughs> it it probably does happen now still however um there's so many different ways I can talk about prayer but one way to even like acknowledge that it is significant is the way to become more like Christ, the way to live this life that you so long to live, the way to be a Christian, the way to be an ambassador, all these things that we um, claim to be, or we are actually, the, the things God calls us to be. And that is our true identity. I believe that comes from a prayerful life, that comes from being in your secret place, being in that place that is within you, by the way, your secret place is within you, mm-hmm. also in your room, but within you. And I would say, that means having a prayerful life and building that up. So like Natalia mentioned, lovely, lovely word, intimacy, building that intimacy up mm. firstly. And that allows the Lord to be invited into your heart, invited into your life. And I believe when you invite him into your life, as we know, everything flows from your heart. So therefore he can begin to refine you. He can begin to consecrate you and all these things will be captured all these things will be taken away from you all this bitterness he will begin to make you more like jesus now that's even just a minor thing i think a prayerful life yeah if you guys just want to see breakthroughs if you guys want to become a woman a man of god if you want to become someone that changes the world that is commissioned and sent out to nations as we so are (laughs) that's what he said Mm -hmm. jesus said in the bible i commission you i'm sending you out to the nations if you want to be that person and i I believe most of you do if not all of you mm-hmm. I believe you do if you want to be that person I so believe like with all of my heart you must have a prayerful life this is something I try and aim for all the time because just having a prayerful life means you can stand in the gap you can break chains you can make that breakthrough happen there's even a bible verse in revelations um chapter 8 verse 3 and it states that when we pray our I'm paraphrasing, by the way, guys. It states that when we pray, our prayers are sent up as incense to God. And angels actually carry our prayers as incense. They bring it up to the Lord. And once they've done that, they throw it back into the earth. Now, if you just truly think about that and truly deep that, go back to it, by the way, because <laughs> I definitely paraphrase, but, but go back to it. And if you deep that, like it's in the angel's hands. So our words are just words. What the Lord is doing is saying, I'm giving you the power, the authority to do something. And this will be in my hands. So this means that, oh, I'm not a superman right here. I'm not a superwoman. I don't have supernatural 
power. However, with the Lord, I do. And it's the Lord's power that's within me. It's the Holy Spirit that does this. So once I speak, it will happen. Therefore, I will declare it. So one thing I can declare is I declare joy in my life. And that is a promise from the Lord biblically. And this means that... I will have it. So when I speak forth that and when I pray into that, that comes into my life. Now I'm just saying this to show how prayer actually changes your life. It doesn't, it's not a small thing about, yes, we mentioned communication, which is beautiful. It brings you closer to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And yes, we mentioned intimacy, which is also the same thing. It brings you closer and it's ultimately the root to being more like Jesus. However, above all else, it changes you. It changes the world. It changes your environment. It changes your atmosphere. Oh my God, I could go on for years about this, but I don't even know what to say, but I think I just keep it at that for now. <laughs> we can move on to the next question because God, I love to pray. Wow. As you guys can tell, we're very, um, we're very passionate about this topic Mm. so we can honestly go on for ages and ages but i loved everything that you said i love your passion for it and guys the reason why we have this passion is because this this is the foundational thing this is core you know when you have the earth and you have the core in the middle that's this is prayer so yeah i really loved everything that you said and actually kind of mentioned our next question so i'm gonna swiftly run over that mm-hmm. um you mentioned stuff coming out from your heart and you know having bitterness because you didn't actually pray that morning or you didn't you haven't been in prayer for a very long time or in that season and then it reminded me of matthew 15 verse 18 and it briefly says but those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man so it even says in the bible everything that comes out of our mouth comes out of our heart and how we can have more of a heart like jesus is through prayer so it is kind of all linked and i'm so glad that you spoke about that i also wanted to ask quickly what does prayer look like because i know we spoke about the verbal part of it but how would if you were to give a template which i know is given in the bible you can refer to that how would you say like for a beginner or a person that just came to christ how would you encourage them to pray interesting um i think that's very hard because with prayer, as you said, everything flows from your heart. So in fact, me giving you a template cannot go so far mm. <laughs> because you going off and just copying this template, it may not work the same way it works for me. However, that being said, God did give us, or even Jesus did give us a template. There is the Lord's Prayer in the Bible and the Lord's Prayer is, is beautifully done. And I love that prayer as well. Um, I might even add in, as I grew up, um, we used that few of you guys may not know, I grew up in Scotland and I went to Catholic school and this meant that we prayed around three times a day and this was the Lord's Prayer. Now I recited this, this was like, this was like reading, what can I say, subtitles off a screen. Mm. That's how it felt and um, obviously through that I lacked intimacy with the Lord. It was just religion, I was just I was just saying what I needed to say to get through the day, Mm. to do what needed to be done, basically. And um, the reason I say that is to just remind you guys that if you go back to the Lord's Prayer, read it. Yes, read it. And you can still pray it. I, I would actually encourage you to. However, make sure you're checking your heart and doing it from a place of love. But I would say to answer your question, sorry, I kind of went I digressed (laughs) but um I would say to answer your question my template would be coming from um a very humble position where 
for me to begin prayer, I need to understand who the Lord is. Mm. I believe before I, I have that understanding, which I have done before, by the way, many times I'll come into prayer and I'm almost asking, 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 mm. instead of realizing that, wow, the Lord has already given me so much for mm. you. We've spoken about that mm-hmm. <laughs> before, but not only that, um, he is there for me. He's my friend. Like you said, he's my father. He's my comforter. So just to know that he's even so holy and so righteous and that he's already provided me with grace and mercy. I believe I begin with worship. And the reason I do this is because it humbles me. So I believe the state of humility will lead you to a very good place of prayer, a position where you're able to maybe check your heart, um, as we know. And there's even a verse in the Bible that states, the prayers of a righteous man availeth much. And that's in James 5, verse 16. And this means that in that, I believe that this actually means, um, well, one thing it actually means to me is that when you are in this place of humility, you're able to pray from a place of knowing that the Lord is the Lord and that your desires actually align with what he wants or your desires are in a position to almost accept his will to be done and accept to to understand that he is a God that loves you so much and knows all. And there's a verse in the Bible that even states, my ways are not your ways and your thoughts are not my thoughts. And um, just paraphrasing that, I just believe that shows you that we're never going to completely understand what the Lord has for us or completely understand where he's taken us. And in prayer, that means our prayers will never completely be answered I'd say they're always yes and amen but your yes (laughs) his yes sorry may not look like your yes Mm. and his amen may not look like your amen and I mean from coming from a humble position a posture that is seeing him as lord you're able to accept everything he says because you know he wants what's best for you Mm. so I think the best way coming into prayer is actually coming from that humble place and then worshiping the Lord. So beginning by praise, and you can even praise him through your prayer. So just say thank you, and just say thank you for everything you've done, Lord. I thank you that you are my Lord. I thank you that you are my Savior. And yeah, I just I would just encourage you to thank him for everything. And then I would also mention just quickly about repentance. Mm-hmm. I, re- I really believe that's a big part of prayer, just because I know we are human, and we do all sin, and we do sin a lot subconsciously as well. I believe our hearts are are very much afflicted towards Jesus. Mm-hmm. We're very, or the things of the Lord, the things of the kingdom. So during the day, things can come within me or um, affect me in a way that my heart now is slightly more distant from God um, in a way, but I may not know because... <laughs> we're human, we're not, yeah, we don't know everything basically. Mm. So that place of repentance allows you to be cleansed, allows you to um, allow the blood of Jesus and the water of Jesus to come down and cleanse you of your sins. Mm. And this then, in my opinion, allows the prayer to be much much more strategic, much more um, hitting the mark almost where it's like God sees your heart. He sees that you long for him. He sees that you also know his authority and can see his authority, but you so love him and love his plans for you that he's able to just almost take everything you you give him and take it with his whole heart. Not saying that he wouldn't besides that, but it's almost like your words may not mean 
as much or they may not have the the greatest effect if you didn't do that however i think there's so many things you can talk about in prayer and giving a template for people to pray mm-hmm. and that is quite broad i guess um there's a few other things that you say but that's what i would say about <laughs> prayer i don't know what else to say as many other things however i'm going to leave it to natalia to even add on a few things because i know there's so much more to say wow first of all <laughs> Before I add my bit on, yeah, wow, everything, 10 out of 10, even kind of delve into one of the questions that we have for later as well. So I agree 100% with everything. I definitely agree, especially with the part where you spoke about humility. And um, I love the fact that you worship God before and give him all the praise first, even if he had a bad day, even if, you know, he didn't meet all your expectations for that day or your prayer points for that day, um, still coming from a place of humility and kind of like of awe of his holiness as well that's so beautiful to me and I would definitely recommend doing that as well but to add on top of that I would definitely say you have to be quite self-aware which I know is quite hard especially in times of desperate need where you just want to pour out everything onto God Um, but I definitely think you know humility even repentance that all comes from self-awareness which we did speak about um, one of the episodes um, before this But I do think being aware of everything that has happened to you or the way that you're feeling or even just seeing what, how you have been acting for the past like week or day allows you to then repent properly. Because there are times where I would be repenting for my sins and I'll be like, oh yeah, God, I really forgot what I done wrong. Do you know what I mean? So Lord, forgive me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, it would be much better, I think, definitely, um, to, to reflect on the things that, you know, weren't of God Mm. the things that you did do wrong the Mm. things that you know you did sin today and Mm. just being honest and reflecting on that I think allows you to grow as well so good so good and allows you to be more intimate with God as well because it's almost like you know you're not speaking these things out of shame or Mm. out of guilt hopefully that then can be transformed into healing but I do also think that prayer can be quite subjective as you kind of mentioned where some days you will just pour out into the Lord and just cry and cry and cry and I do urge you guys to do that because sometimes you have those days where you need to do that Mm. you can't do that to anybody else because they're not going to give you the comfort that you need they're not even going to give you the peace that you need (laughs) afterwards but yes I do think it is quite subjective but just being honest just being so real with yourself and with God I think that's the most important key factor of prayer for me anyways because it's like as I said before, God knows everything that's happening in your life. He knows how you're feeling. He knows how you're going to feel. Mm-hmm. So just being real and coming from a place of, okay, everything is literally coming from your heart, from the depths of your heart into words mm-hmm. is great. And I'll also add, when I first started praying, I had done everything in my head. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed prayer. I wasn't even an, an intercessor. I wouldn't call myself that ever. I started my prayer life literally just in my head as thoughts Mm. and God can still hear that. He definitely heard because Mm. here I am, (laughs) but I would definitely say, Mm. you know, it is a journey, it's baby steps. So just take it how you, you think is, is natural to you, you know, don't force anything because then that doesn't come from your heart. Mm. So everything that we said, that's all in the bin now. (laughs) So I would definitely say take baby steps and you know be not harsh on yourself but be very realistic in the same way that we set goals you know we can't be too harsh or we can't be too lenient on ourselves do the same with your prayer life you know if you're new to christ and you don't know what even prayer looks like just try it out first 
And then from then on, it's like building blocks, stepping blocks, you know, on top, on top, on top, getting this big Eiffel Tower from that. (laughs) So yeah, I'll definitely just say, listen to your heart and listen to God and he will guide you, you know? Mm. It's not something that he wants you to be lost in. Mm. He wants us to speak to him all the time. Mm. He wants us to communicate with him. Mm. He wants us, he wants to even hear our desires and our needs. Even though he knows them already, he still wants us to say it out loud. Mm. Um, so I'll definitely say, you know, take it day by day, daily bread, as we spoke about as well, and go from there. And I promise you, and I even want to encourage you right now, that it will be all worth it that you know these hard times that you may think that you're confused or lost no more Mm. no more in the mighty name of jesus amen amen (laughs) no i absolutely love that everything you said especially because i feel like it seems like such a basic thing prayer especially if you've been brought up in the church or Mm. you know you've just been brought up around people that pray um it seems so minor or yeah obviously i know how to pray like like, come on (laughs) but um in fact the way you broke it down is perfect even for me that would say i've been in church all my life but Mm. really and truly those things I can easily forget and I love that and even even to just add on to that the verse in James chapter 4 verse 2 that says you do not have because you do not ask God I love that verse because it just tells you right there come on guys listen to me closely right you do not have because you do not ask God. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. It's literally that simple. And yes, we did kind of complicate it with everything flows from your heart. So you have to check your heart. You have to be humble. You have to do this and that. However, let me just tell you, that's a journey, as Natalia said. It's a process. Uh, we're still in that process. We, I, th- I believe you always will be for the rest of your life. Aiming to be like Jesus, that's a process. However, if you just come before him and ask him, you will receive him. Whether it's that yes that you desire, it's definitely going to be a yes that you need though. And I can give you my 100% like... Guarantee. Guarantee. (laughs) I could even sign a contract for you. (laughs) That yes that he gives you will be perfect for you in that day, in that season, in that time. It will be a Kairos moment for you. So if you just go up to him and ask, just ask, I promise you, you will receive. I just wanted to add that in to show how Natalia just gave it to us in such a beautiful way where she made it so easy for us to understand, which I think is actually the bestest way for you guys to to go on forward just literally just sit there wherever you are just ask god Mm. and like she said it can be new thoughts to begin with and over time we'll see what happens with it Mm. when i see you you yes you i don't know who it is i'm talking to but when i see you become a prayerful warrior Mm -hmm. a prayer warrior that's praying for your house that's um standing in the gap for people strangers outside you're laying hands on um children you're laying hands on those that are sick just from that one day you started by asking god one simple thing Mm -hmm. give me joy give me love let me see this in my life let me pass this test let me get through uni let me get through my a levels wherever you are let me get this job Whatever you're doing, I believe it's that simple. Honestly, I believe it's that simple. For real. And do you know what I was just thinking about as well? You know, some people are born as musicians, right? Some Mm. people are born with those gifts and those talents. So are some intercessors and some prophets and prophetesses, right? But some of us, you know, we need to get singing lessons. We need to get taught how to sing, how to hit those high notes that others can just flawlessly do. It doesn't mean we're lesser people. 
we're still the same. We're on the same level. God loves us all in the same way. So just because you need some help or some advice or guidance on how to pray and communicate with God, it doesn't mean that you're any less of a person. And just as Astrid said, you will be going out there, you will be speaking to so many people, praying for others. Wow, the testimonies that will come from that one prayer point in the beginning. Mm. It's just beautiful. Mm. And it's a journey. That's mm. what we need. We need to stop being so harsh on ourselves sometimes. It is a journey, you know. It, uh, it's great to have, you know, accountability. And it is, you know, sometimes we do have to feel kind of guilty because we haven't been speaking to the Lord as much as mm. we used to. Or we literally c- cut him off kind of thing. <laughs> that makes sense. But it is a journey at the end of the day. And you also mentioned um, God's will for our life. Mm. And that kind of leads us on to the next question of, can we ask God for just anything then Mm, interesting question very interesting question i think that's sticky for me just because i'd say yes and i'd say no and i'd say yes i would go back and (laughs) forth um but to respond to that in um a few words or a few sentences i would say yes only because i believe that in asking for anything you're just opening up to the lord i believe that for me if i need something or i desire something Either way, I'm going to tell him. Either way, I'm going to ask him. Mm. I'm going to ask for him to do that thing. Whether it's correct or not, I will probably realize in the future or he will reveal it to me in that moment. And I believe that is true for most people just because if I have a desire that may not align with the Lord, however, I think is it's good. So it's good, but not godly. Mm -hmm. Or it's good, but it's not what God desires for me. So I can even give an example. Guys, I don't want to be in England. (laughs) (laughs) My desire is not to be here. I don't think it has been since the age of about 14. So my prayer has been to go to the nations Mm -hmm. from the age of 14. (laughs) And guess where I am? UK. Leicester. Let me not even tell you my address, but it's in Leicester. So... Um, I added that in just to let you guys know that that's a prayer that has not been answered. But I will continue to pray it. <laughs> I will continue to pray it. I'm not even trying to make you laugh. Listen, guys. Listen, I'm being honest right here. She looks so upset, guys. <laughs> I'm being so honest because this is a prayer that I will continue to pray. And that's only because I want the Lord to see what's in my heart. I want to be honest with him. I want him to see my desires. Like um, I might speak to my mom. I'm like, I want a Range Rover, mom. But I know she's not going to buy me it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want a Range Rover. I want you to understand that I want a Range Rover. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe one day you'll get me it, but maybe you won't. Mm-hmm. But I'm still happy with you and I'll still love you the same way. Wow. That's the way I would respond with that, with a yes. The reason I would answer with a no to that question is because when some people say, can we ask for anything? I believe they're saying, can we expect everything? Mm-hmm. That's because I believe when you're asking for anything, Say, for example, I'll, I'll use the Range Rover again. Lord, I would really love a Range Rover. That's me asking for anything. Now, am I expecting him to give me that? If I am, that's when I would say the answer to that question is no, because come on, guys, maturity, <laughs> <laughs> that should be in there. And we, I don't even want to like <laughs> come for people's necks because we all do this. I'll ask for something that is not realistic or something that we've even spoke about before. Mm. When you don't realize that you're not in the place to receive things, the things God has for you, mm. that God can even reveal things to you in the future that you're not ready for now. So I believe when you ask yourself that question, can we ask anything? I think we need to remember that we're not able to see our true um, potential, I guess, mm. or see 
what we actually have the responsibility we can take on in that time and therefore when God doesn't respond in that way we may be angry in a way or we might even feel hurt almost like he's attacking us or he's against us but in fact he's just saying you're not ready for it it's for another season it's for a time ahead and he's teaching you through that season that's the reason one of even one of the reasons I would say the answer to that is no however it's a very subjective question for me just because that no is not a complete no and that yes is definitely not a complete yes. So <laughs> I hope that answers the question for you. But I want to ask you, can we ask anything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what do you think about that? I mean, you kind of stole what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so you said we can ask God for anything, but can we expect anything from God? So I was literally going to say the same thing. Like, yeah, we can ask God for all these things. We can, you know, share our desires with him. But um, there is a point where we do have to show our responsibility and show our maturity by saying, mm, maybe that's not realistic. Or maybe that didn't come from God's heart. That came from my own. That came from some other thoughts. And I even wanted to share two scriptures on that. One that talks about our prayer points need to be God's will. It can't just be something that we think is best because God, as you said, is our father. He knows what's the best thing for us in this season and in the next season and the season to come. So in Luke 22 verse 42, it says, not my will, but yours be done. And that's talking about God. Let God's will be done in our lives, not ours. So, you know, when we walk in a direction, let that direction be towards God (laughs) and the things that he has planned for us in the future. Another verse I wanted to actually mention kind of links in with everything we said about we can't always get everything we want because sometimes there are wrong motives behind our prayers. You know, it could be because of greed. In James chapter 4 verse 3, it says, You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. That's coming with a motive of greediness, like, okay, I want this, this, this. Like mm-hmm. you said, I want a Range Rover, I want it now. <laughs> you're, not even, you're not even being patient with it. And one way where, you know, we can try to cleanse our hearts and become, you know, more pure and make sure that our prayers are really hitting that target mm-hmm. um, and making sure that, you know, we do come from a place of humility, as you mentioned, is in, in Psalm 139 that says, search me, O God, and know my heart. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, another verse says, see if there is any wicked way in me. Because mm-hmm. God can do so. Mm-hmm. And as you said, I think you mentioned it, God can tell us these things about ourselves. As long as we ask God, God, is there something that is potentially hindering my prayer life right now in this season. God will tell you. For sure. Might not be a straight answer or it might not be in a way or form that you are most used to or you think it will become. It could, instead of being verbal, could come through a dream. But he will definitely answer your question and your prayer life will become better and better. Um, So I I think that's not even a one-off question that we need to ask God. Mm -hmm. That's something that we need to continuously ask. Mm -hmm. I know it can be a bit, you know, tiring, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I definitely think um, great things can come from that. But yeah, before we round off this episode, did you want to add anything as well? Yeah, um, thank you so much, firstly. I just want to thank Natalia. (laughs) That was beautiful. Everything you said, dropping wisdom. I'm going to leave here once again being blessed, guys. And I hope you are too. I really do. But I just wanted to add in a little thing. I know um, praying in tongues may not be a gift that everyone has now. um, But I do believe it's a gift that the Lord desires everyone to have. And that it's a gift that everyone can have. 
And I'm saying this because I believe this is one of the fundamental keys in having a prayerful life. Um, now, when I tell you my life has changed from just ha- receiving the gift of tongues. Yeah. Now, if I'm to break it down and just say, okay, if you don't have this gift of tongues, I just even want to pray for your children right now in this moment, Lord. And I just want to thank you for them being here to listen to you. And I just want to thank you that for the fact that they so desire to speak in the spirit, Lord. Mm. They so desire to have this gift. And I pray you meet them where they are and you grant them this gift in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. I just wanted that to be something that you guys go off and ask for because praying in tongues um, does something in many ways. Um, One thing that it does do is allow you to pray for things that you may not know of Mm. and pray for the things that the Lord wants you to pray into. It's it's a beautiful language. It's the language of the heavens. Mm. And I believe that this is so significant because we've just spoken about praying into the Lord's will, knowing the Lord's will, how that is actually the best way to pray. But how do we know the Lord's will? It's very hard, very difficult. Mm. Um, One way is to pray from the things that he gives you. Mm. Now, praying in tongues does allow that because you're praying from a place where he's giving you the utterance. The Holy Spirit comes onto you and grants you that utterance to now bring up to the heavens. And that is something that you, you may never even know what you're saying. There's days that I go on and I just burst into tongues while I'm crossing the street. Mm. I'll just burst into tongues while I'm looking at my friend. I'll be in conversation my he- in, in my head. I'm just bursting into tongues. And this is from a place of firstly intimacy, mm. but also from a place of asking the Lord to give me this utterance when times are needed for his will to come down to earth for heaven to come down to earth in those moments now me as a human being does not know what he needs in that moment mm. whether I'm crossing the road and there's someone about to get knocked down whether I'm looking at my friend and she's maybe needs some comfort and I cannot do that myself because I'm only a human being mm. once again those things these kind of things that we cannot do and these kind of things that our will will not permit and we are in need of knowing and having the knowledge of God's will pray in tongues and I promise you this will affect your prayer life completely because I haven't even gone into the other things that it does but it does so many other things right now I just want to say praying in tongues allows you to be strategic with your prayers it's almost like you're playing darts you're hitting that red target right in the middle that is perfect perfect I promise you that's how tongues work because Mm. it's no longer praying things from your own flesh you're Mm. not saying oh yeah and this and this and that doesn't need to be there let me add on this (laughs) from yesterday or last week do you know what I mean no God said today you're praying for healing and tomorrow you're praying for joy and the next day for love Mm. that's what happens so um yeah that's just a little thing I wanted to add because that's something I just really feel passionate about Mm. and that has completely when I say completely as in 180 degree turn has changed my life completely so i just thank you once again and if you guys do need any prayer just dm us dm imprint church you know where we are if you need to speak in tongues if you desire to speak in tongues do the same thing if you desire anything if you just want to talk (laughs) just dm us but yeah Wow, thank you so much for even mentioning that. And guys, that was literally just a crumb. We can go on and on and on, oh, but no, time no. won't permit us. <laughs> oh. Maybe potential future podcast episode about speaking in the spirit. Who knows? Ooh, I like that Find one. out. Yeah. You know, keep an eye out as always. <laughs> as Astrid mentioned, you guys are always more than welcome to come into our DMs. 
if it's just to our personal Instagrams or if it's at Imprint Church without the ye because why? Because you complete us. Wow. <laughs> That's it, guys. So cheesy. And I had to say it so quick. So, <laughs> so cheesy. But wow, guys, it's been a journey. Oh, my gosh. What a great episode. I feel so, so refreshed. So and beautiful. let me just quickly go and pray. My gosh. Honestly. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening and tuning in. And thank you so much again for all your feedback and testimonies. And we can't wait to see you next Saturday. Honestly, God bless you all have the best this week ever and yeah come back again bye everyone bye